Hi, welcome to Let's Talk About Sex, Really. I'm Dr. Lisa Kriegel. I am thrilled to be back here talking to you today about exploring your sexual self. So for those of you who listened to episode seven, this is a sequel. If you haven't listened to episode seven, you may want to start there. That was about reconnecting to your sexual self. And for some people, you know, this is really a process, especially if you're someone who has not been having sex regularly or has really not been feeling great or even that good about the sex you're having. And so this is an opportunity to, what I think is really important to start with yourself. Obviously, if you're having partnered sex, there's a whole lot of other issues that may come into play. But I really believe that who you are sexually and your experiences and how you feel and your comfort in your own body is a really important start to having great sex and to having connected, engaged, embodied sex. So let's let's get started. Um, you know, I've spoken a little bit about myself and my own journey, um, having been in a sexless marriage and then at 48 years old, realizing I kind of have to figure this out. And one of the things before I even started dating is I realized I kind of wanted to know how I worked. So it made me think about, you know, when I was a teenager and about to start driving a car. And for some reason, I, I had it in my head that I should really know how a car worked. Like not just the driver's ed sort of stuff, but how to change a tire, how to change the oil, how to fix the car if it broke down. I thought it would help me feel more like understanding and I think safe. I think it would help me feel safer driving. Like I knew I could take care of this myself. However, being 16, of course, I wasn't going to put all the effort into learning that. And so I didn't. And I have to say, I was and still am a lousy driver. So I think when it came to sex and dating, I wasn't going to take any chances. Like I wanted to know how to get my own engine started, so to speak. And, um, I was determined to explore. So what I want to talk about today is different ways to explore your own sexual self, right? So many of us, I think, go into sex um, 
being responsive just to what someone else does or wants. And I think it's important to know, you know, what you like, what gives you pleasure. You know, in the last episode, we just talked about pleasure in a more general, non-sexual way. And I think that's such an important place to start is knowing what makes you feel good, um, what makes you feel happy. But I think that now we are going to move into pleasure in a more sexual way. So even if you think, or even if you know various things that turn you on that are pleasurable in your body sexually, I would encourage you to listen and keep exploring. Um, We are always growing and expanding. And so this is an opportunity to really look at and feel where maybe your edges are, where you can expand beyond what you thought turned you on and find some new things. So how do you start doing this exploration? So you know, what I did and uh, what I think can be really helpful is to just, there's a lot of material out there and to just start engaging with what is out there that's sexual and see what turns you on, literally. What gets you hard? What gets you wet? Um, and, you know, one of the first places people turn, obviously, is porn. Now, one of the concerns with porn is that too many people, I think, try to base what they do sexually on what they see. So I'm not suggesting porn as a, like, this is what sex is supposed to look like, uh, because unfortunately too much porn is not realistic, um, what I recommend is something called ethical porn. So if you have not heard the term ethical porn, what it is, is it's pornography that is made legally, that is respectful to the performers, that is often more relatable, not just um, unrealistic kind of, you know, bodies, performance, um, oftentimes a more diverse audience, not degrading to women. I think some traditional porn, especially hardcore porn can be very degrading. And some ethical porn also focuses sometimes more on sensuality or the story. Um, sometimes People uh, see it as, you know, feminine or feminist porn, female-based porn. Some of the people making ethical porn are women. So there are also, you know, I think Pornhub is like the most popular site, 14 billion hits a year, something like that. There is... Um, you can do a search for like female focused or female pleasure. Um, but I would take a look at ethical porn. Um, two sites, you know, just a heads up, some of the 
ethical porn sites, um, you do have to pay like to be a member or for some of the short films or videos. Um, however, you are supporting like a healthier industry by doing so. Uh, two of them, if you, if you look up ethical porn, you know, there's a lot of even I think Oprah magazine, men's fitness, like a, a lot of mainstream magazines have done articles about ethical porn. Um, two of the more popular, I think, well done sites. One is called Belisa, B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot com, Belisa. And the other is called Shh.com. SSSH.com. So again, take a look. Some of exploring your sexual self is just seeing, just watching for yourself what turns you on. What what are you drawn to? You know, so so play around with that. See what you find. If you are not comfortable with the visual, sometimes a sort of easier way to start if this is, if porn is really something uncomfortable to you is there is, uh, audio sort of porn, um, audio stories of a sexual nature. Um, the, one of the larger ones is called Dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A, Dipsy, and it's all different stories. Uh, some, sometimes it's a story that's narrated and told. Sometimes there's like actors playing out the scene. Um, so you can just listen, see how you like that. I think there's also, uh, one that was voted best audio porn for women is called frolicme.com. Um, frolic, F-R-O-L-I-C-M-E.com. And I will post a list of these on my website and on my Instagram, um, let's talk about sex underscore really. So you can find that there. Um, another, I think really great way to explore what you like, what turns you on is through the word the, you know, reading, um, erotica is very popular. Obviously 50 shades of gray was huge hit. Um, I prefer my literature a little better, you know, more well-written, but that's me. I'm a little bit of a literary snob, even when it comes to erotica. Um, there's a site called lit erotica, L I T erotica.com. Um, and so you can definitely find a lot of different erotica there. There's a huge, huge amount of romance novels. Um, in fact, I believe you know, one of my favorite sex educators who I've spoken about, Emily Nagoski, I believe has started also writing erotica or romance novels. So you know, sometimes that is definitely more female focused, more focused on the story. Um, but if you're a man, you might like some of that romance too. And there's some erotica that's also for men. So take a look at that. Obviously, um, also magazines, just seeing, you know, images, 
that aren't moving can, you know, see what's helpful there. You know, when I was exploring, I think the other thing that's really important to understand is that sometimes, you know, when we are not comfortable in our bodies or comfortable with ourselves sexually, um, we might notice sort of judgments or discomfort coming up in the form of old messaging, right? We all have blueprints based on what we were told in our families growing up about sex, what we observed, what we experienced. And so sometimes when you're doing these explorations and even like if you haven't explored a porn site, you might feel like, embarrassed or like you're doing something wrong, that shame comes up again. Um, so what I would recommend is to just go really slow if that makes you more comfortable, um, but also challenge your discomfort a little. So just because you're uncomfortable, don't stop. Just like maybe wade into the waters, dip a toe in, you know, just look a little bit. Uh, start with something that feels um, better for you. But what I definitely found is that the more you watch, the more you read, the more you listen and connect with sexual material, the more comfortable you get. Um, so, So don't be afraid to kind of challenge those uncomfortable areas, right? Um, And then just really slowly, you know, sometimes you just get turned on a little bit. It's like you start fantasizing. You notice yourself thinking more about sex. Uh, You read something and it kind of makes you imagine what you would like to do or try. So that's you know, it doesn't have to be like watching to the point of, you know, masturbating and, 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 and having an orgasm, although that's great. If you want to do that, go for it. Uh, but it doesn't always have to be like this big act. It can just, like I said, dip a toe in, notice, read a little something, see, see what gets a little bit of a tingle, you know? Um, The other thing that I think is really helpful is there's a lot of really fun, more educational sites. I mean, you know, you you wouldn't realize, but there's so much to learn. And because so many of us didn't have real sex education or didn't have parents who spoke really openly with us, or maybe don't have like friends who are constantly or other people in your life who speak very, you know, openly and frankly about sex, you know, then there's so much we don't know. Um, So there's some great, you know, on a more simple, like easy level, I think some of the magazines, some of the men's and women's magazines, I happen to really think men's fitness and women's fitness do a really good job of um, having articles and videos about sex, about, 
you know, partnered sex, about different positions, about what women like, what men like. Um, I sometimes think it's helpful even to read as a woman to read men's fitness and kind of see what's being talked about, about women, um, or what's being talked about for men and just kind of get into that space where you're learning about, oh, I didn't realize men like that or women like that. So I really encourage reading either or. Um, They both have online platforms. Um, There's a lot of really good content. And then there's also educational um, sites. One in particular got a lot of press when I believe it was several years ago, Emma Watson, um, Hermione from Harry Potter. Don't usually think about her when you're thinking about sex. Well, actually, maybe you do. Uh, She grew up a lot. But um, she promoted masturbation and she promoted this site that she really liked. And it's actually a great site. It's a horrible name, but it's called OMG Yes. And it is exactly spelled how it sounds, OMG, yes. And it started out as a site uh, focused on women's pleasure and education about different techniques, how to masturbate, um, different types of masturbation. Um, we will get into all this in another episode on solo sex, uh, but there is a lot of different techniques you can do for yourself. And... Um, it has expanded, the site has expanded into videos for men and videos for couples as well. So I do believe you have to purchase, but you purchase and you own. So it's not like a membership. It's not like you're going to keep getting charged, but there's really, really um, excellent content. And especially if you're someone who is sort of new to exploring yourself, or like I said, has been doing this for a while, there might be some new things that you can learn, which is always fun. So, you know, what I, what I would say is start with any of these things. Just notice how it feels um, to be in your body If it's uncomfortable, do some breathing, do some relaxation, and then get into it. But take some time, even if it's just five minutes here or there, take some time to just, you know, explore. That's what this is about, exploring your sexual self on your own so you can figure out what turns you on so that you can experience more pleasure yourself and so that you can also share that with a partner, share with a partner what turns you on, share your fantasies, share what you've discovered about yourself. As always, explore, be curious, have fun, play with this. This is the foundation you're being comfortable in your body. You're being able to know yourself and know what turns you on and get turned on. That's the start. That's where it begins. So thank you for being here. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you for sharing. Check out my Instagram at 
let's talk about sex underscore really. And I will talk more about sex next time. I'm too sexy for my car. Too sexy for my car. Too sexy by far. And I am too sexy for my hat. Too sexy for my hat. What do you think about that? I'm too sexy for my cat. Too sexy for my cat. Poor pussy. Poor pussy cat. I'm too sexy for my... Sexy.